Hey guys, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I know, I know. I keep disappearing. MIA in action. There's been such a fucking crazy couple news cycles I've been gone through, to be completely honest with you. Um, and I tap in time to time, usually to upload episodes that I recorded a couple of days before I actually get around to uploading them. I'm pulling crazy long shifts at uh, the Miller plant and other odd jobs around uh, around the city and Balancing my uh, precinct delegate obligations, uh, various other production obligations I got for other shows I'm working with, more in the background of, and my own show here. So, I know, I know. Smack myself on the wrist. That being said, I got some of these older stories that I meant to record about sooner, so I'm just going to go kind of rush through these a little bit, you know. Kind of try to skip the song and dance routine around it. And just go right for the cut. And then try to get into some newer stories. Though, from the 22nd to the 30th, uh, I'm going to try and get things organized, but I'm going to be out of town. And I mean, like, states away from the studio and my setup and all my recording equipment. I'll bring some stuff with me. I'll get some stuff uploaded, but it's not going to be this type of content. But I'm thinking I want to upload some old archive compilations like Twitter, File, Saga, all the episodes about that, cut into one big long episode over on like Rumble and um, in like the audio, Spotify, Apple Podcast type areas as well. So do a couple of those that way every day I'm gone. You know, there's like maybe one to two compilation episodes, but no promises yet. I, I, I set these goals for myself. And then I get home from work, I take a shower, I eat, and I just pass out because you know lately i've been working from like 6 a.m well 6 to 7 a.m till 6 or 7 p.m monday through friday and on the weekends i'm running to different i'm in in different states running around filming recording writing for different things that aren't this show so <laughs> my apologies that's enough for a two and a half minute long housekeeping. Let's uh, let, let let's get into this. White House orders the media to keep sating Joe Biden, sainting. Mm. As a Lutheran, I love nothing more than golden cow speak. Now I do understand that Lutherans have their saint too, but we don't pray to our saints. You know, we don't golden cow them. We just kind of respect their place in history. I'm Lutheran, not Catholic, and Joe Biden's not Catholic either. So. Look, if you're Catholic, I know there's a couple of you who watch my show, and when I make fun of Catholics, I hear about it either on Gab or other social media. I'm Protestant. Look, you laugh at me when I make fun of the Mormons. You laugh at me when I make fun of the Muslims. You laugh at me when I make fun of all the fucking Jews. You laugh at all that shit. You laugh when I make fun of black Hebrew Israelites. Take a fucking joke. Like you make altar boys take dick. Now, <clears throat> this article is by James Boverd. Let's get into it. Now, it is an opinion piece. I didn't know if that was clear there, but good so i want to clarify this is an opinion article full of facts though and general senses that i ran so i'm going to add of course the white house has finally made official that it has been implying for more than two years any journalist who reports on president biden's mis misdeeds and corruption is betraying american democracy now on this very show not too long ago now, right here, Joe Biden declares war on the First Amendment, wanting to install social media operation Mockingbird 2.0, which 
is an executive, which is a separate branch of the government he wanted to form, which would essentially invade social media. Now, supposedly this failed, but if you look at the Twitter files, folks, all the agents and government communications between Twitter under Dorsey and what was it pancake on a wall was that roughly what his name translated to yeah pancake on a wall we'll go with that that's what I've always called him or fat little 7-Eleven clash yeah I miss doing that impression but humorous anecdotes aside it seems like that's that was successfully developed and it was there long before him hence the name Mockingbird 2.0 in the episode I titled it now we have over here to December 9th 2021 Biden holds secret meeting with news outlets about how they cover his failing presidency. Meanwhile, CNN CEO could be leaving. And yeah, we all know Jeff Zucker is out and then the guy after him got kicked out. We've been covering CNN downward spiral since 2018 on this show. Proudly, boys. Maybe I'll make that one of the compilations. However... Joe Biden's been meeting with you. We've covered this too. I just had a hard time finding this episode for some reason. Joe Biden's met with them to say no. Tell them I have higher approval ratings. Tell them I'm performing great in the polls. Some Democrats are performing great in the, in the midterm polls anyway, even if we're not. Tell them what I tell you to tell them. Completely writing narratives from the White House directly to the press corps. People from Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. All the main figureheads of the national news networks went there. Including some of these online outlets had people who were rep- representatives who were sent to the White House. And they've met with Biden and his representatives multiple times in order to say, no, this is how we're going to be covering this event, and this is how I want you to report on it. So every single narrative you've heard, even the narratives that I report on, even if I do my due diligence and try to cross-check, you know, spend some time researching and double-reading, reading other articles before I get into recording the episode I'm going to upload... Full disclaimer, I do that like 94, 95% of the time. Other times, I spent the whole day listening to C-SPAN, NPR, and other people talking about it all day. So I have a good idea of it when I get into it. Though, I will admit that might poison my opinion. That's not usually how I do it, however. So that's like maybe 5% of how I do it. Anyway. That's what I say. I can get things wrong. I can also lie to push my own agenda. I am just as capable of pushing narratives and misleading you to further my own goals and ambitions as any of these mainstream outlets are. Just because I, I, I have the independent, small voice... Remember, I did at one point come from within this industry, even if it was just in a stringer capacity. Now, I don't, and I encourage you to fact check me, that's why I leave sources in the epi- in the links in the comments below, and I always encourage feedback, downvotes and upvotes on any platform I'm on. You don't like it? Downvote it. I encourage it. You like it? Upvote it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you both, actually. Uh, downvoting and upvoting, it just tell- it gives me how to engage it. Shout out to all the people who told me, hey, your audio's fucked up in this Joe Rogan Oliver Anthony episode. I'll have to fix that. I still haven't got a chance to, though. Thank you, genuinely, every one of you. Because stuff like that helps me improve and get this show to be the best that it can be. Feedback's welcome. I'm not like the rest of Gen Z where my vagina gets sore when you say, hey, you fucked up. Uh, dang, yeah, maybe you ain't here. No, I'm just like, oh, hey, good looks, thanks. Even if you did call me a cock-sucking kite Christ cuck in the process of it, you still help me improve, so thanks. King. Sigma schizoid. Now, we've been covering this for a while. This is essentially my point. Joe Biden's been having multiple meetings to say, hey, this is how you report this. This is how you cover it or else. What's the or else? Well, the SEC can always pull your fucking license, can't they? That's the or else. 
potentially. We don't really know what the ORLs is, but we know there's been implied ORLs and quid pro quo behind the scenes with these news outlets. I also said that would only go as long as the media is willing to tolerate it, because if anyone up on high above Joe Biden or anyone they see as more authoritative than Joe Biden says, hey, ignore the old retard, do what I tell you now, they're going to do it, and you're going to see Joe Biden get grilled on the spot, and he's going to start melting down. You're kind of seeing that right now. I should make an episode all about what I thought was going to happen, all about what I think is going to happen to Hunter Biden with like the forced overdose and how the media is going to turn on him. I really need to get on top of that before it all actually happens, because people are like, oh, you're just saying what happened anyway. No, I've been. I've had this long-running conspiracy theory about what's going to happen to Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. It's all falling into fucking place. Let's get into it. This article. <laughs> Oop, my bad. Democracy, less called. Uh, the latest call for loyalty oaths comes in response to the White House, to the House Republicans' leadership launching an impeachment inquiry on the Biden family corruption. We'll get into that in a second. The White House leaked a draft letter that it will send to major outlets urging them to, quote, ramp up their scrutiny of White House Republicans, or of House Republicans, I don't know why I keep saying White House, my apologies, of House Republicans, quote, for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. Again, if all hope was lost, their propaganda would not be fucking necessary. Now, that's a fact. Also, you have on you have two stories actively at play here, right? One, them coming out, cringe Bier, Joe Biden, all of them kind of saying, <laughs> "Yeah, let him impeach me. I'm not scared. Fuck him. This is all political. We'll get nothing." And then they go on, they take off like the bold Chad mask underneath it is a crying NPC rage meme. That's what they got going on. He told them that it's lies. <laughs> think about it right think about how long this deflection and projection onto your enemy they've been doing for the longest fucking time oh trump's benefiting from russian and ukrainian hackers in the 2016 election oops joe biden and hillary clinton were benefiting from ukraine and russian hackers and received massive payouts from these two countries as well not trump the whole kremlin thing Turned out to be fake news. Turns out other Uniparty active members have been Russian. Well, not assets, but partners and funding some shady operations with certain agencies in Russia. Same thing with Ukraine. You know, you got Burisma Holdings as of Italians and politicians in bed with those groups as well. It's a, you know, I would do a, I really quit covering the Ukraine-Russia thing because it's just cock-waving at this point. I I need to do an update because the same, like, look, the same Warhead 2 came out. Did anything come of that? A lot of people got scurred, right? Now it's parked. Yeah, we'll get into that. I'm sure I'll have to talk about it. I'm my fire. I don't think they're going to, but you know that's seems beside the point. I do think there's a higher likelihood that someone hacks their systems because Russia runs on a lot of antedated software and a lot of old tech. And that's observable through like the footage they put out. Putin in his office. He uses old cell phones, old computers. You know, so I I think they could get hacked. There's also some I'm a McAfee. I, I I worked for the McAfee campaign in 2020, and I was a volunteer of my own volition in 2016, telling everybody to go watch the McAfee debates instead of uh, the Trump or Clinton debates. Look at McAfee. So I was that weirdo. I got my merch from both times too. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I think it's more likely that someone could hack Russian software and then fire the same two than Russia actually fires the same two missile. Uh, it's a lot of saber, saber, saber rattling, so I kind of quit covering the Ukraine-Russia conflict. But needless to say, there's a lot of special interest groups involved in both sides, neither of which turned out to be Trump. And the whole, they just accuse you. Like, Hunter Don Jr. is a crackhead, 
porn-addicted, prostitute, fucking, dirty, foreign asset. With loyalties to other countries, blah, 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 blah. And then Hunter Biden turned out to be all that and so much fucking worse. Well, Joe, well Donald Trump's a secretly a fucking pedophile. And then we get people who are Epstein survivors saying, actually, he was the only one who wasn't trying to fuck us. And we turn out about Joe Biden being pedo Pete, all that. They all say, well, Donald Trump probably uses alternate names. And we turned out that fucking Mitt Romney under Pierre Delecto. Look that one up. I covered it a long time ago, too. So that's how I did, like, the dates for head- for, for titles. Look, I came from the news. I was doing... I don't have a good excuse for what this was, all right? I don't know why I titled it the date I recorded it, all right? Leave me alone. It, it Old habit. Anyway, or, or completely fucking irrelevant. Uh, the White House has finally made official what it has been implying for more than two years. Any journalists already read that part. Blaze call for loyalty. The White House leaked a draft down here. The effort to preemptively blunt media criticism of President Biden is being led by Ian Sams. The White House's official, quote, spokesperson for oversight and investigations. Oops. He got the title because, quote, Baghdad Bob was already taken. Oof. They're unplugging the incubators. I always always thought the the little girl soft story was way funnier. Um, Sam said, and there's some boomers, there's some Zoomers right now listening to this. I say there's a fellow Zoomer who are, like, crying... Pulling babies from incubators? Baghdad Bob? What? <laughs> hey, shout out to old heads who don't need to do any fucking research. You know exactly about that fucking psyop from the George Bush administration with that little girl. Oof. Big oof. They named a satellite after this bitch's speech. God damn. Sam's said Wednesday that all those phone calls to Hunter during squirrely business meetings were simply proof of proof Joe Biden loves his son. In May, after congressional investigations exposed a vast multi-million dollar web of Biden family influence. Uh, no. The Biden Inc. article in the New York Times has been there since, like, 2019. Uh, no. It has nothing to do with May. It's only talking about May of, like, 2019, then we'll have a conversation about it. Uh, quote, Allegations against the president are nothing more than innuendo and insinuation. Ooh, that's a zesty way to talk, ain't it, bud? Makes you all feel all big and smart with your big old fancy words. Quite frankly, that sentence had too many syllables in it. Apologize! Now, in May, after congressional investigation, Sam is the chicken little of the Biden media team. Oh, I actually love that old movie, even though it's uglier than shit. Uh, whenever Republicans or the media criticize the president, Sam's hyperventilates as if the death of democracy is imminent. And I fucking wish. May it be a strong republic if we can keep it. So observers are stunned at brazenness of the latest White House demand for media uh, subservience. Look, if you look at me on Twitter, I literally changed my bio to say American nationalist. Alright? I mean, come on now. But, Team Biden can be panicking because Federal Appeals Court crippled heavy-handed censors at the White House and other federal agencies. 
The court unanimous, unanimously received part of an injunction from a July 4th count ruling that prohibited federal officials from seeking to, quote, coerce or significantly encourage social media companies to suppress social media content containing protected free speech. Great ruling. Just because they say this up doesn't mean they stopped. Hence the Mockingbird 2.0. And Mockingbird never ended. They just... It's like, you know, they say, oh, well, we've been in the Middle East ever since, you know, 9-11 happened. It's like, no, we've been in the Middle East since, like, the 60s. Desert Storm, Contra, then the War on Terror, you know, then the hunt for Osama. Then it was the rebuilding era. It's, we've always had an excuse to be in the fucking Middle East. I think they'll say, none ISIS sells. I will say, my favorite Bush moment was when Bush came out and said... You know, we keep trying to find where they keep doing where they have the suicide bomb and training facilities. We just can't find them. Well, Mr. President, because training went really well that day. <laughs> In a weird way, I do kind of miss Bush. Not for any good reason, just for the kind of an entertainment value he gave. The court unanimously uh, revived part of an injunction from July 4th court ruling that prohibited federal officials from seeking to... You read that? My apologies. This little pull donkey keeps knocking me off my course. Democratic candidates won't be aided by censorship next year nearly as much as they were in the 2020 midterm elections. So if Team Biden can't sneak through the back door to kill embarrassing stories, it is no, it has no choice but to sound the trumpets and to summon the media to help block the front door. And here is where Ian Sam's his his what's that histronic show? Okay, histrionic show. Okay, comes to town. Sam is outraged at the media coverage impeachment as a process story, which is a quote <laughs> really. Disservice to the American public who relies on the independent press to hold those in power accountable. Absolutely, I completely agree, but the media hasn't really been good. About Except for the White House. And we're back on the same page. Sam waited in that draft letter that, quote, or, yeah, Sam's wailed in that draft letter that, quote, in the modern media environment, everyday liars and huskers peddle disinformation and lies everywhere from Facebook to Fox. Okay, well, what about MSNBC and Rachel Maddow that had to get labeled as fake news? Now you can say, well, Tucker Carlson, but Tucker Carlson's not on Fox anymore. Fox fired Tucker Carlson, and MSNBC did not fire Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow is labeled fake news by the legal standard. Fact check me. Maybe Ian Sams can invent a story about Biden's youth akin to George Washington and the cherry tree. A apathetical tale to prove Biden has always been irrevocably honest, notwithstanding any facts of the contrary. Why not have simply have Ian Sams ride a pink pony into the press room each day and scanter magic dust that erases reporters' memories. Hey, look at the pen. Flash! <laughs> Actually, most of them don't have a memory beyond 48 hours. 
Ooh, that is true. The water cooler around these assholes is pretty dull. So, that would be a waste of good magic dust. The president is facing a daunting challenge. In 2020, Biden won thanks to a basement campaign. Yeah, by the way, Biden can win from a basement, but Trump can't win from a jail cell. Sit on that narrative and chew it. Where voters rarely saw his physical and mental struggles and his brazen lies on Hunter Biden's laptop and other issues were rarely challenged. But with congressional investigation closing in, the Biden 2024 campaign will need to seal his entire life or at least all of his records in an underground bunker. The Ian Sam's edict for mandatory media groveling is simply another branch of Team Biden's faith building in Leviathan. God, I love how this person works with words. It's amazing. The Department of Homeland Security, or the whipping bitches of the deep state, early last year proposed a disinformation governance board. Yeah, with a Harry Potter fan at the helm, we cover that in depth too. Thanks for telling me another one I need to make a compilation on for while I'm gone. Any person or group seeking to undermine public trust in government institutions, the New York Post, helped demolish that monstrosity. Yes, true, and this is what I talk about. The New York Post, for the longest time, was considered center, high factuality, news guard, ground news, and then they confirmed the laptop. When all the other media companies were saying this is fake, FBI said so, the New York Post said, yeah, no, I can't I can't lie. This is clearly a real laptop. We've had it independently confirmed multiple times, and we've talked to different legal steams. This, this is a real laptop. And these are confirmed to be real photos. The only thing we're missing is Hunter Biden just outright saying that this is his laptop. Everyone said, fake news, you're a liar. Everybody attacked the New York Post. The New York Post got hacked, posted all kinds of shit like Ben Shapiro threatens AOC's lives, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They got, and now they're considered leans right, mixed factuality, and on NewsGuard, they 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 got uh, some credit back. I think they went to like four strikes or some shit. I don't know how NewsGuard does it or nonsense, but yeah, that's why New York Post got abused so fucking hard. And I still like the New York Post. That's why I still use the New York Post. I don't like this bitch. I don't like her. I think she was a con artist. I genuinely think she she, she was one of the... I, I think she was maybe one of the few actual Trump attorneys that were actually a fucking con artist. Sidney Powell was... I don't trust her. I never did back then. You can find my content. The FBI has a task force of 80 agents working to curb, quote, subversive data utilized to drive a wedge between the populace and the government. How much more groveling can the White House squeeze out of the press corps. Biden's re-election prospects hinge on the White House efforts to demonize critics, but if Joe Biden really had nothing to hide, then the White House would have nothing to fear. Will Americans be satisfied with the presidential piety in lieu of, trans- in lieu of transparency? So, couple thoughts on this. Alright, folks. So, with this impeachment. By now, Donald Trump's first impeachment was over, and they were starting to talk about the idea of a second impeachment. You're absolutely right. But what they're going with the strategy-wise, and this is speculation here, based on what you know, I'm reading, it seems like an obvious speculation. They're still rolling it for two reasons. One, they wanted to all hit 
right before the heat of election season really kicks off. Like, right before, like, milliseconds, like, throwing butter into the pan of oil before it hits the fire. Like a splash. And you're going to drag out the laptop, the diary. They're going to confirm more and more things. Now, while the impeachment of Joe Biden's been slow rolling, the investigations of Hunter Biden have rapidly increased. And we'll get into this in that news stuff today. Remember, a lot of lawsuits were predicated on the idea that this wasn't Hunter Biden's laptop. And then Hunter Biden filed multiple defamation lawsuits that required him to claim the laptop as, guess what, his own. And then he sued the laptop guy for stolen property, which, again, you can't sue for for stolen property if it's not your property. Hence the dirty hand clause. So he legally claimed ownership dozens of times with this laptop over the last five and a half months. I think Hunter Biden's stress smoking crack again because these decisions he's making are fucking retarded. We got him on the gun charge. We got him on the drug charge. We got him on all these fucking charges now. They're going after Hunter Biden to try and get Joe Biden to back down. Joe Biden doesn't love Hunter Biden. Joe Biden doesn't care about Hunter Biden. Now, the other side of that, you have the populist right, the freedom faction, the Bobert. I don't care about any of it. I've done way worse in a movie theater. Trust me. Should have said that. But, allegedly, in Minecraft. Though, I'm a good German boy. I play Minecraft. Where I do a lot of, uh, I build a lot of pizza ovens, you could say. But, but, with this impeachment, they're doing it as thoroughly and as carefully as, as possible. Yes, it's slow rolling, I, I, I do agree, but I've said this from the beginning, this isn't me just saying some different shit last second. I genuinely think, because if McCarthy, they had the ability to call McCarthy and have him removed from his position with a call of one, they at least call the process to begin with one vote. Yet, Knowing the Freedom Caucus is saying that, and the Freedom Caucus seems pretty genuinely pro- happy with what's going on. And I like Matt Gates. Uh, show me the evidence you got of the accusations with them. They're about as strong as Russell Brad's. Brands? Brad's? Whatever the fuck. I don't... Me, meme 2 is happening again. But... They want to make sure if they go for the impeachment, it has the highest possible chance of succeeding. And if not succeeding doing as much damage around election season as fucking possible. And if they can get more and more evidence like they're doing right now, linking Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, they can bring Hunter Biden into the impeachment hearing and all the evidence alongside with it too. So there's an angle to this, and I will hang my hat on that. that I, I think it's good they're slow rolling it, as crazy as that might sound. They're making sure it doesn't seem as seem politically driven. People are going to call it that anyway. But compiling evidence in these court cases and these evidence and now the indictment... I remember saying Hunter Biden will be indicted. I don't know if he'll see the inside of a jail cell. I, I doubt it. It's more likely than... I think it's more likely that Trump... Here's the weird thing. With the indictment of Hunter Biden coming out and with this news breaking and all that, I was wondering if actually will try to throw Trump in a jail cell. I don't think it will work. I had zero I zero confidence and zero ability in humor the idea that it would happen. I'm like, you know, you can't say it won't happen here because that's how it does happen here, but this is just one of those far-fetched things. This is a big escalation. The Hunter Biden indictment and now this, they might do it. You might get footage of, well, maybe not. After the mugshot shit, I knew Fannie Willis was the retard one who would give us that mugshot. I don't think anyone's going to give us a a perp walk in handcuffs, but I don't know. I I do, it's inevitable that there's going to be some massive escalation with Donald Trump because of this impeachment and the Hunter Biden indictment. But this is all a lot of exciting stuff. And uh, admittedly, 
things I need to brush up on a little bit more before I talk too much more in depth about it. Because again, I've been, you know, five to six days a week working 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Damn, we got to do as much reading as I would like. That being said, I'm going to ra- read three comments and wrap this up here. All right, folks? Again, a little sloppy. My apologies. Henry, not media. They are controlled by a political party. Now, more people are aware and they don't approve of the biased communica- uh, commission to a mission. Spunbearing says, This administration declared war upon the First Amendment based on the basis that they know better. Know what? And Buzzer says, If Biden were not a true coward, he would hold an unscripted press conference to rebut all corruption allegations against him. True. By refusing to answer unscripted questions from any and all members of the press, he proves himself a true coward who acknowledges guilt and leaves the GOP no choice but to impeach him immediately. And Fauci's mask says, and Trump gave them seemingly, uh, gave them seemingly often, uh, gave them. I think he meant gave into them seemingly often, I recall, too. True, but, and here's a big but, I know, I know, but there was far more pushback than there was submitting. And the most of the submitting we give him during COVID, and hey, I was sitting here criticizing him. I was in here mocking him, belittling him, and deeply criticizing every move. I was against the lockdowns from day one. In fact, the only thing you can find me nice, nice things about me saying with day one lockdown is, hey, well, you know what? You know what? I'll say this. At least I have some work in the show. It's not going to be great, though. Bad for the economy. And, yeah, here we are, right? But let me ask you a question. I was someone who was criticizing and putting out ideas at the time of the lockdowns and the panic before the man before the vaccines were even out and all that nonsense. I was putting out ideas and alternatives to the lockdown. What were you doing? Were you at protests? Were you at rallies? I was traveling all across the fucking country. I understand you can't do that, but were you just complying? If you were just laying down and complying, then I have to tell you to shut the fuck up. You can't sit here and be like, well, Donald Trump just gave in to them. So did you. So did you, bitch. You sat down, and you sucked, and you slobbered, and you salivated all up on that fucking boot. Like it was the last goddamn meal you'll ever fucking have. Don't sit here and virtue signal to me now. I don't fucking buy it. I don't believe you, and I never fucking will. This doesn't go to all of you, but this goes to a very large number of you. And I know I'm going to lose subscribers on every platform because of this very bit of rhetoric right here leave i don't want a disingenuous fan base because honest conflict will serve our society far better than dishonest harmony if you during 2020 through 2021 were laying down and complying even if you were complying for the first few months shut up you caved to authority you bowed before it at least with Trump, he was just following the protocol, which, sure, as someone who said he was going to buck a lot of these trends, and he did buck a lot of these trends, he did follow protocol. Protocol says you defer to the head of the NIAID, which is what happened with swine flu, which is what happened with AIDS, Ebola. Uh, a, a lot of these breakouts were deferred to Fauci. It was just the pandemic was the COVID lockdown for the first time we were all at home 
and very closely paying attention because a lot of people had been shaken awake because of the prior three years of the Trump administration. More people were paying attention, more people were replayed, reactivated than ever. And more people were home than ever doing their own research. So people were paying closer attention to Fauci. Fauci was in charge of every national major outbreak we've had since like 1975. He took office, started working as secretary before he was the head of his, before he former head of the NIAID. He was assistant secretary of the NIAID. He had sworn in 1968. Officially sworn, well, he started working in 1968. Officially sworn in 1969 by LBJ. Go ahead, fact check me. 100 percent true 2020 you, you started paying more attention to fauci you started watching what he was doing paying attention to his moves pardon me uh anyway so if you done we're out there with better ideas or boldly calling out the lies and you're wearing your mask you have no ground here to throw accusations or to throw a fit i can but i also got active and so did millions of other Americans. It wasn't just me. I can't sit here and talk like it was. That'd be foolish and up my own ass in so many ways. If there weren't other Americans standing up, there wouldn't have been events to travel to film and interview people and see the resistance firsthand. I was just a face in a crowd with a camera. The people around me were the movement. You know what I mean? And where were you? Were you there? Were you on the ground? I didn't see you. My bad if I missed you. But if you weren't, you speak up now boldly and feeling all emboldened because you have the facts. Because the narratives and everything came out saying that it's safe to do so. Or because evidence came out saying, yeah, absolutely. Instead of using your common sense and powers of observation, your knowledge... Or looking into the history of these kinds of draconian lockdowns and measurements and what happened in this country during the Spanish flu and what Fauci was doing in nightclubs and saunas in the 80s and all that nonsense. You're just as culpable as Donald Trump was. Even if you're on the left and never supported him or if you're on the right and you supported him. Donald Trump didn't handle the lockdown great. But after, what was it, about a month and a half, he came out and said, yeah, you need to start lifting these lockdowns, but I can't force anyone to do it. I can't just make these states lock up. If anything, Trump's guilty of not being a fucking tyrant. If Trump wanted to use executive orders to make every state un, you know, go out of lockdown, he could have, but he didn't. He let states choose. Hence why Florida exploded in population and popularity. Hence why DeSantis exploded in popularity at the time. It's because states were allowed to choose. And when the lockdowns happened, was it Christy Nome? She didn't lock down at all. Her state never locked down. Could be getting it wrong, but I believe it's Christy Nome. Zero lockdowns. There's two two red states that had zero lockdowns. All right. So no. Your governor and you chose to listen to bad advice from politicians, just like Trump did. It's very hard to break this down in a way where you're not just as culpable as he is. Sure, president. I get that. I get that. But it's your job to hold people in power accountable. If you lay down and took it, you lay down and took it. Sorry. May hurt to hear, but that's the facts, and that's what I'm going to leave you with here today. This has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison, and I will talk to y'all later. Doses.